dear friends, in the last video I encouraged you to send me more questions and you did and they fall in two major groups one of which is uh, what about the Ukraine war from the viewpoint of the prophecies and the second one actually many people wrote to me I'm fixed now, what to do, I don't like it, I made a mistake and now what? So is the current uh, Ukraine-Russia war the war that will officially put the on start of the seven-year tribulation? I don't know, it doesn't look like it. But on the other hand, it was said in the prophecy that uh, that war will be simply the final escalation of local wars and senseless quarrels. So it is possible also to seem like uh, the Ukraine-Russia war will eventually light up everything on uh, the JAL celebration fireworks, the entire world. But I think this will be only a perspective of uh, the Western people because uh, there are other wars, for example, like those in Africa, uh, which are bigger, with far more casualties, but uh, don't get much publicity. What I'm learning personally from the Russia-Ukraine war is how unbelievably easy it is uh, to ignite even big wars. Just uh, publish for a couple of weeks or months uh, emotionally traumatizing uh, news in the mass media and then you are ready, you just issue an order and people start killing each other. And of course, Putin, as all other puppets, is just uh, fulfilling the orders of the big brothers. There is a lot said and written with proof about his connections to the regions in Asia Minor, so to say. But back to the original question of the big war in the beginning of the tribulation. If we stick exactly to the prophecies of um, Paisis Svetogorets, uh, this uh, Turkey and Greece conflict seems to be much more likely candidate for for a problem that could escalate in that war. By the way, they started preaching this problem very recently, within the recent weeks, and it is all about just a couple of miles of water. And indeed, Paisi Svetogorets said that uh, the initial spark of the conflict will be over a couple of miles of uh, non-important borderline and that's what exactly Turkey is now uh, picking up quarrels about but yet on the other hand uh, we are not sure that the Greece-Turkey war is exactly uh, the war announcing the beginning of the tribulation another uh, detail about it from uh, other prophecies says that it might be something on the Balkans so actually the problem around Bosnia, which by the way they are trying to reignite very actively within the last few months, that is also a candidate for a possible development. And Sayert, from the previous episodes, he is well familiar with that uh, region and he is reporting to me that within the last couple of months they have uh, begun actively to spit hatred into the people's hearts with the use of the mass media. 
and uh, reinitiate that problem. And he says the people are so stupidly nationalisting over there that uh, they will buy it. They will go to war at the whim of the Satanists. Now, this event is going on at the moment and the founder and executive chairman you can see the speech here. I will just uh, read a short quote. It changes not only what we are doing, it changes us, because it's a fusion of our physical, digital and biological spheres. Just think of sensors implanted into your brain. <laughs> the opportunities of the devils are immense. <laughs> Listen how the devils celebrate. <laughs> Don't you feel like buying some of these lovely stickers and spreading democracy? And now, uh, the next piece of news is even more disgusting. They have officially announced that the US government has launched the project of a syringe-free, needle-free fix. They say they're researching. And they want to make it so easy for the people that uh, they, they get it automatically without going anywhere. It is just transmitted from person to growing person. Growing its branches inside that body. And then when that person is in contact with another person, it is just transmitted to the next unsuspecting bypass. Like this, their dream will come true. Everybody will be fixed without even knowing it. This plan of theirs will uh, not work out well because uh, they skipped uh, synchronizing it with the plan of the Lord. But if you hear that they're rolling it out already, just imagine, or anything similar to that, don't believe them. Even if uh, this type of uh, soul possession works on most people, it will not work on those who are true to the light. This has been promised to us by the Lord and by the true visionaries as well. And the main question, can <clears throat> still be saved? Can they still go to heaven? When I first read this, I thought, wow, I thought I was ready for everything. But this really caught me by surprise, the very formulation, because it's so short. I mean, taking the mark of the beast and then asking for heaven. But the question itself is good. So, based on um, what we know about the path of the souls from the reliable sources, listed in the previous videos, only the reliable ones, it seems that those souls uh, who have no hope ever for uh, heaven and learning, they will be simply recycled. They will no longer exist. So the question is irrelevant for them because uh, who will be going to heaven? There is nobody. Now, everybody who remains here in the kindergarten of the souls, because uh, that's what uh, our universe is, of course, uh, they always have a chance of uh, heaven and salvation. That's the very point of existence and learning. If sometimes there is mention as uh, going to hell forever. I don't know what that really means. But as far as uh, getting born in hell for a couple of times, for a couple of lives, that seems to be pretty common, if not a rule for all souls who are in our type of environment. I don't know how precise is that, but it is in many... Uh, sacred books that this uh, cycle of the rebirths is described as uh, countless visits to hell heaven and in between as uh, the earth so of course eventually fixed people can reach uh, salvation and heaven 
The question is when will that happen? And to reply in more practical terms, uh, not all people will live until the proper mark of the beast is distributed by the Antichrist himself. Many of them will simply die before that. That's why the Irish uh, saint quoted in the previous episodes, he called them the lucky ones, those who will die, because those who remain, not only they will bite their tongues with pain, but also they will commit most terrible crimes. Uh, murder, rape, selling of people. And after this type of things, uh, uh, one does not go to heaven. Now here comes another relevant point that some people will argue, but I'm doing uh, other good things, very good things. Maybe I will go for them to heaven. Usually people who think that way and at this point are already fixed. Most likely their very grasp of what goodness is and what is really important is uh, simply wrong. This distortion of the very definition of things, which makes it uh, very difficult to even use language and speech and understand anything nowadays and educate yourself, this, is, this type of confusion is the main tool of the Satanists. They're using it with great success for centuries in the series called Survivors of Atlantis on my channel. It's worth double-checking this point because it's fundamental to understand uh, the current predicament. Also in the Vikhaturiya prophecies, they mentioned the type of people who will initially go with the satanic symbols, they will accept uh, all these barcodes and RQ codes, whatever they will use them, but later on they will not go according to the plans of the satanists. That's, that's what it says in the prophecies. And such people, after that, at the Judgment Day, they will be denied entry to heaven because initially they accepted the satanic symbols, but they will not be sent to hell just for that as well, it says in the prophecies as well. By the way, this is an image of Sveta uh, Varvara, Santa Barbara in other languages. She is the type of saint who takes care that those who die but um, their body does not get a proper burial arrangement due to circumstances to have their uh, compulsory ritually, ritual performed in a magical way so that the soul uh, can um, smoothly disconnect from the current dwelling of this body and um, continues on its way without obstructions, without lingering around the previous body. And back to the question of fixed people going to heaven. So what Rok Vyacheslav said, and that um, they will introduce the certificates gradually, so they will become more and more demanding, and the more people accept their certificates, the more difficult it will become to refuse the final one. So in case the fixation is not yet the final one, which I don't know, it could be as well be the final one, the point of no return. But in case it is not, then uh, yes, there could be some chance. But even if there is, it is surely very slim, something like uh, winning a jackpot. Because uh, people who have accepted the fix uh, now, when there is barely any pressure, really hard one on them, then uh, what can you expect from such weak people when uh, uh, really balls of fire sweep through the mountains and valleys and all around is uh, one disaster after another?
So the answer is uh, most definitely yes, they can go to heaven when in one future life they develop heavenly qualities. In this life they may think that they have uh, heavenly qualities, but sadly, uh, by far most of them, when they die and their vision opens, they will understand, oh oh, it has been a wrong definition of heaven and heavenly qualities. Next question is similar, but the person is asking, what can I do still to save myself? Saving yourself? I don't know if this is possible, at least in the time frame I assume you are talking about, which is uh, this lifetime, of course, in general, almost everybody can get saved. But as far as this life uh, time, I will give some recommendations. If they don't uh, help you to save yourself, they will surely help improving the path of your soul. So, what to do practically? First of all, you have to clearly understand that this was uh, not uh, just uh, some sort of minor spaced out mistake. You know, sometimes we are tired, we don't hear well and we do some sort of absolute nonsense that we would normally never do when we are fully awake and thinking. The mistake you made is not that type of mistake. Uh, this is major. This is like a red signal, like those loud alarms for the thieves. It's signaling to you that there is something profoundly wrong somewhere in your belief system. And you will need to make profound changes in your life. Just if you think that you will go just with your determination, oh, I have learned that this is a mistake and in future I will just refuse all such possible offers. If you think that determination is enough, you will fail. Almost certainly. You will need to start a rigorous spiritual practice immediately and put that, that should be the main focus of your life. Now, which spiritual practice exactly? That I don't know because uh, I don't know you. I don't know which one will be suitable for you. What uh, I have outlined in my channel, for that you have to very carefully listen to all the videos. In the Sardinia expedition, there is also a lot about the spiritual path. Then you can try the simple meditation. It's also in the videos and the Team Heart Heart channel. The sacred plants will also do the job much faster, but now it's uh, difficult due to travel restrictions. Just an example from another email which I got. You see her son is only 23 and he abandoned his entire life and joined her in the countryside. And now this person is hoping that his badge did not ruin something important like a system in his body. Yes, it seems some badges and some brands are far worse than others. But this uh, doesn't mean much in the overall context because um, the main problem here is that uh, a person who gets the fix, he denounces the path of light and enters the satanic tamasic path. And one of the imminent characteristics of the Tamasic path is that uh, the people, they end up with self-destruction. Like, for example, becoming a member of these uh, mafia criminal gangs, they, at the end they just shoot each other. And that's normal part of their life. Now the new fix recruits of this uh, satanic team, many of them will be finished off by what is in their blood, 
others will be finished off in the upcoming wars or by the street gangs which start forming already and looting in the regions which are already destabilized so there will be a very wide choice of paths for self-destruction a wise person will not waste his time with the technicalities of the horrors of each and every path a person who is wise will instead look at the very reason for which a given soul is in such predicament with all these uh, dark choices in front of it why is that so because it has denounced the path of sattva so it is wiser to understand the paths of uh, tamas and sattva instead of uh, wasting time wondering will they finish me off with this batch or the next one or with something that they put in the supermarket food or something they spray from the skies and if you feel like that uh, i'm asking about practical stuff what is it doing to my system precisely this one and this woman is talking to me about vows and concepts which will do little in the current intense time of uh, pressing choices if you feel that way it is indeed pressing to start a rigorous spiritual practice as of today because that's the only way in which you will experience experience underlined not just blindly believe my words that whatever i'm just gonna tell you now is the truth that the vows the resolution to remain on the sattvic path is not just way more important like some sort of system in your body which uh, you mention it is not only more tangible exactly more tangible than it but it is also the underlying invisible to most people fabric from which the patterns appear in all your systems including the systems ser uh, servicing your body the patterns in your belief system in your behavioral system and even the looks of the place where you live all these are but rough reflections of the original patterns and that's your vows and they must be uh, based on proper understanding what is sattva and tamas many people are convinced that uh, for example the words in a conversation are less tangible than the furniture around in the room that's an illusion indeed by default because the furniture is made of gross matter it is inferior and kind of a byproduct of the higher energies which are sound thoughts ether this type of energies they are the original cause the furniture is just a reflection you can say that the furniture and also the systems of the body to which are you are referring to and which you find practical and important they're kind of contained in the words even we can say that this story that there was a planet and it got populated and it's all random events this is a this is a joke the entire environment uh, natural and manufactured everything exists only because the living entities they kind of emanated with their thoughts there are no let's say uninhabited planets to have any tangible object or situation they are actually very much similar you need some entity or entities to emanate it to start with with their thoughts otherwise there will be no basis for its existence only consciousness can emanate and it first starts with sound 
with resolution, with thoughts. The gross manifestations, including the systems of your body, they are not only secondary, they are also subordinate. All these materials did not sprout just from nowhere, boom, and they appeared. They appear from where all creativity comes and the spring of all creativity, that is consciousness. So a person who is fixed and is worried about the systems of his body, he is like somebody who has uh, completely wrecked his car in an accident, let's say, but he doesn't even see it. Instead, he finds a tiny small scratch somewhere on the ruined surface of the car and starts wondering, is this serious? How am I going to repair this scratch? Another question. There is so much I know I don't know about the current situation and it bothers me. Where could I start my homework, especially concerning the cults in place? Dear sir, we have been warned in a couple of prophecies that uh, those who devote their energy to learning about the satanic cults, they get swallowed by the swamp. So we have been warned by the seers that it is enough to understand what are the consequences of uh, taking the satanic vow which is uh, hard to fail to notice by looking at the current situation. So that's, I hope, accomplished for everybody. And that's all, all you need to know about these cults. All the technicalities, by studying that, you will only poison your soul. That's all. And as far as the divine cults, I would again recommend the Tim Hart Hart channel because by understanding the books of Jane Roberts you will understand how, how cults are formed and how they function and after that even with very short encounters of cults of all type on your path you will immediately figure out what is that all about uh, without the need of endlessly digging into the details of everything. Again, we are coming back to that point of uh, distorting the meaning of things. Like, for example, knowledge has been distorted into uh, believing that uh, knowing is just uh, gathering practical information about the environment. And you know, some people, they pass for learned because they may have a couple of university degrees and they may know lots of things about uh, robotics and about machinery and then about uh, uh, preparing uh, pills and maybe cooking and making textiles and you will talk to them and you will feel ashamed because you know so little compared to them. But what's the use of all that scattered practical knowledge when they don't understand the basic things? And even the most fundamental basics like uh, who are they, where have they come from, why they were born here. So accumulating uh, practical knowledge can be very different from having wisdom. The practical knowledge is not completely useless, it's a tool for creativity, especially like skills for art. They are particularly precious for the development of the soul. 
because that's a practice play to play to play with different patterns from which later on entire lives and bodies and situations in them get manifested and an artist who developed that skill maybe a couple of thousands of years ago in his current in incarnation now he can tap into that knowledge and immediately he will pick up instruments and singing without a musical education. But this, for example, the knowledge of robotics, I find it uh, quite useless. Because this uh, stupid uh, part of creating uh, metal people, creatures out of metal, you know, for the wise people, uh, this, is, uh, this is insane. And this will be valid only for a very short historic moment. So what's the use of uh, being world-level professor in robotics? I don't know, maybe such people can manifest a special segment in hell where, where robot devils will be cooking them. And coming back to the cults question, there is a video called Is Got a Tulpa? That's kind of introduction to the how do cults appear and work as described by Seth in the Jane Roberts books. And on the subject of incorporating uh, sound in your spiritual practice, there is a video about the Vedic mantras on my channel. And now I remember something which I forgot to mention about the f one of the first questions about the fixed people going to heaven. Uh, but where is heaven anyway? If you haven't watched the video How is life on the other planets on my channel, I would recommend it to you. That is the best answer to this question. But to keep it short, what uh, most people like religious people uh, think to be heaven, the way they imagine it, that will be simply earth when the new age starts. For that heaven you don't need to travel anywhere. You can reach that simply by not accepting the passport of the Jal and remaining alive. These two are enough. But as far as the actual heaven or whatever the angels call heaven, that's an entirely different story. That is a completely different environment, which uh, by far the most people cannot even imagine what to speak of understanding or making sense of. And uh, as every environment, it needs adaptation. So if despite all the devilish twisting of terms, one really manages to understand what are the angelic qualities and one develops them, the wings will also start growing slowly, but they will. With sacred plants, one can get uh, far away distant glimpses of that environment. The only hint for the heavenly environment which is still accessible to the common people is uh, during the peak of sex. And although only for a couple of moments, still it's a stepping stone to understanding the heavenly environment. Like, take that feeling and then imagine, now this is very difficult, from that feeling to build entire worlds with creations and patterns and entities and situations in it. And yes, within the coming years, I hope within uh, 10, but it could be 50, all people will finally figure out that this is true from the feeling, from the words, from the vows, from the wisdom. That is the basis from which uh, the environment and the situations are formed. 
This is not merely an inspirational slogan. This is the truth. And I really promise you, you will see that. Some will see it when they arrive in Pitriloka. Some will see it while they are already here. But all of us will see it. Another question. Uh, why TV watchers are doomed? She watches alternative media for truthers like myself. I understand. I don't understand how this dooms us. Would be a model of TV coming out uh, that will mark people as they watch. Yes, it seems the first models uh, came out of production half a century ago, as it is written in this book. By the way, it got printed some 20 years ago. From this book I took uh, the quotes for this video. And also one of the episodes of the Survivors of Atlantic is about the technocratic devilish possession. And the gist of that uh, episode is that basically since many years they have even commercial models uh, of gadgets performing mechanical actions based purely on the thought of the person who is operating them, like disabled people who want to move their arm, they move it just with their thoughts. Now they have all this smart clothing with all these electrodes directly even switched to you. They have all kinds of uh, gadgets for the smartphones. I don't think they are that common yet. At least I have not seen them uh, on the people on the street here, uh, but they are selling them. They are starting to manufacture them. And add to that, that uh, they even in uh, mainstream sources, they have given us uh, many hints that they are making experiments uh, with uh, gadgets, which not only are manipulated by the thought, but also a gadget manipulating the thought. They are not even hiding that. So if they are not hiding that, do you even doubt uh, that they are not doing it already since many years? Because uh, before they make a certain knowledge uh, publicly available and accessible for commercial enterprises, of course they use it uh, for much longer period only in their underground bases. That's like putting two and two together. However, most people, even spiritual, don't. Uh, they know how much is two plus two, but they don't think about that because they are programmed. If there is any harm of TV, it's about uh, tracking us and uh, spying on us. That's what they focus on with blinders. And the uh, alternative uh, media of truthers is uh, largely responsible for that as well because not all the truthers are real ones, most of them are fake ones, and the chief of all the fakers is Alex Jones. And here is a fresh example from his uh, own website. Look at what he says, it's about this, this uh, needle-free fix, which I mentioned earlier. So he says, like fluoridated water, needleless vaccines would be administered by force using methods that leave people unable to opt out. That was a test, by the way. Did you immediately spot how he's grooming you, preparing you for the gel? If you haven't, I'll explain now. First of all, he wins your trust by a long article accurately describing 
this devilish thing as devilish, calling it with the real words. And by the end of the article, one is relaxed. He is one of the truthers. I trust him. And then boom, which leave people unable to opt out. This is the lie. People can opt out from fluoridated water by going to the countryside, by doing exactly what the, the saints told us, to go to the cave and smear your head with ashes and mud, because that's where the Lord will lead his people. And that's the only thing which the Alex Jones type of wolf in sheep skin truther don't want you to do, to opt out. Now that he has won your trust, he says, people are unable to opt out. And you see, it is all confirmed. You couldn't opt out the fluoridated water. And now you cannot opt out also the mark of the beast. Isn't it all set in stone? And he's using very subtle psychological tricks. He uses the assumption that uh, people have. Oh, if he exposes the satanists, that must mean that he's against them, isn't it? No. He's just uh, broadcasting for the people to tell them what are they getting involved to because, I mean, they have recruited all these cyborgs. And now the second step is to educate them what are the ways of hell. Yes, uh, needles, poisons, pain, unable to opt out, really? This is really, really in hell. Yeah, that's how it is. And the education in the Jones Club is complete here. He is introducing you to the symbols. Guess whose symbols? This is again from his website. Below this symbol, he says, By listening to him, you are the resistance. That's a quote. Share his articles if you want humanity to win. Share with the triangle symbol, one of their main symbols. In other words, endlessly uh, sit in front of the computer while it is marking you and think that you are the resistance just because you understand details about the devilish cult. And then what did Utrok Vyacheslav tell us? That when the time of the marking comes, there will be lots of discussion. The people will finally decide that all this is very suspicious and very bad and they really don't want it, but there is no other way and they will all accept the mark. And it will be exactly as Alex Jones is programming them. Very, very bad, but no way to opt out. Really, what a bummer. And listening to pseudo-truthers is uh, dangerous on many levels. Not only they will further distort in a very fine but very dangerous way the true wisdom, but also whatever you tap to, that's what you become. For example, if you listen regularly to Alex Jones, you will pick up his anger, his psychological instability, thus widely opening the gates for all kinds of miseries to enter in your life. Everybody knows that a destabilized psyche is a workshop of the devil. And also the sound is very important. The speech from its actually objects and situations are formed. And when you hear from somebody who is fixed on the path of light, a particle of that stream of light will somehow enter you. 
And when you listen to the angry people, those who tell you that there is no other choice, the very sounds of their voice, they can sprout as fruitful, almost like a witch's curse, because we live in such times when destiny opened the hellish gates and allowed the demons to roam around unobstructed on earth, which is usually not allowed for them. We live in times when the weeds are stronger than the crop, literally in the fields, and also, as some people call it, symbolically, in what is happening, actually both things are a reflection of the same pattern. So keep away from the sounds of these uh, possessed, angry people. Well, people who are shocked by bugs and wars, in the background, the Satanists, they're building a very stable base. They openly change the laws so that all kinds of uh, mutants, genetically modified uh, humans or whatever they call them, they have equal rights as everybody else in China. They have real, I mean, demons from hell directly talking to the people. I saw the trendy official name of these uh, hellish creatures for here are artificial intelligence news anchor who is only part of the team there is also this uh, holographic pop star Hatsune Miku and also some famous Instagram uh, models understanding the magical potency of words as such is very important for those who really want to learn creativity in terms of uh, creating reality with one's thoughts. Like, for example, uh, this is Yogiraj Shailendra Sharma, from whom I took initiation in India very long time ago. So initially he was just a non-famous yogi practicing at his home and he wrote, I believe, the book which uh, the story goes about is the commentary of Bhagavad Gita, which I have been recommending in previous videos. And I definitely still do recommend. So he wrote that book and one copy of it was in one factory. And it happened so that there was a big fire, entire section of the city burned down. Bhopal, he's from Bhopal. And in the middle of that fire where everything turned to ashes, this book alone and nothing else remained intact while everything else uh, was uh, devoured by the fire. And the people there still have some memory of the Vedic principles. Immediately they recognized him as a saint and started going to him by thousands. Because in the Vedas, the teachings of the power of the sound, they are the basis, they are the fundamentals, because that's how our universe was created. In the Bible, there is only hint that in the beginning it was the word and the world came from it. But how exactly? That is uh, in detail in the Vedas with all the technicalities. This is real wisdom, real knowledge, by the way, and not uh, endless memorizing of programming languages which can be used only to communicate with spirits from hell. So in the Vedas is all uh, described in stages how all the other elements actually subsequently they appeared from the sound, they were manifested. When it entered different environments, it turned into uh, everything else, all the other elements. And thought and intention, they are even more subtle than sound, they are even of higher level. But understanding sound is a good step 
towards uh, really getting knowledgeable because if one incorporates sound and uh, thought exercises in one's spiritual practice as I recommend in the simple meditation video then one will at least surely begin make the first steps to repair the problem at its very root although it may work slow for some people for some will be very fast but even slow is better than this uh, pathetic uh, self-deception or refusal to see reality and finding all kinds of excuses for it like for example let's hope my batch was not so bad let's forget it but i will not go for the second shot or another one, very pathetic, I still hear it, I'm surprised. Oh, my personal powers will eliminate all that from the blood. Don't preach to me your prophecies because they're making me sad and that's not good. Yes, now, but the truth starts transpiring. That no matter how much they imagine, it is not getting eliminated from their blood. They are getting sick and dropping dead as well. Which doesn't surprise me at the slightest, but I'm shocked. Uh, that those uh, who are still alive, they still prefer to live with this uh, horse blinders. And getting back to the story of the book, he must have got the message correct in his Bhagavad Gita commentary. That's why it has uh, some sort of magic powers. And that's normal. Most people think that um, books with real wisdom are just considered magical out of respect, you know, so that uh, the people venerate the idea only, you know, and are more respectful to God or something like that. It really seems there is much more to it because they are a vessel of uh, very high level knowledge. So it is normal, even though they are a gross uh, reflection of that divine pattern, because the pattern from where they emanate is so powerful and so near to the main flow uh, stream of creativity. That's why it is normal even for the gross reflections of those special divine patterns to have special status different from the other gross objects around them. After the follow-up from the previous video about uh, love and sex and family, I think there is a need of few more words. And again, it comes back to the same thing. They have twisted the meaning of these words, and if someone says that these things are divine, he would be misunderstood by the people who are familiar only with the modern twisted meanings of these things. We have reached the point even where many people, especially amongst men, have disconnected the ideas of uh, love and sex, which were originally one and the same thing. In times when the family was sacred, when people knew how to connect the positive with the negative, and then the bulb lights up, and what we now call uh, miracles or super excellent shamanic achievement was simply a daily routine there. People were fueling their lives and their creativity of realities, not just of art. We use creativity in terms of art, but they were literally creating realities at that time with this magic which they were channeling through this kundalini. But since the parasites have uh, managed to talk out the people from love almost altogether since a couple of generations, we have reached a point where um, that is even considered to be natural. Let's get back to the example of the man 
who, when they see a nice lady, they naturally, according to them, feel inclined to uh, move towards bed with her, but they don't feel any natural wish to care for her, to create a family, etc. It simply doesn't come from inside and uh, they convince themselves that uh, this is how God made things because all their friends are the same. So it means it's okay. And time to time they may have uh, feelings for some sort of a friendship or a few minutes of... Uh, admiration of some lady and then they uh, lie to themselves oh this is uh, these are sparks of love so that must be love and the rest of the definitions uh, along this line of thinking they can be easily picked up from the movies where uh, the man it now it has become like a courtesy ritual like polite manners to uh, pretend that he is attentive uh, to do some small gestures of attention like gifts or flowers this doesn't come natural from them these are things that they learn just to pretend like this in front of the females until they reach the bed and that's the end of the ritual. This is a pathetic love imitation. This is not love. It's like an empty shell of the real thing. And of course these satanic scams are as usual so multi-leveled that uh, peeling them off layer by layer it's quite time consuming. But let's go a few layers deeper. Now the people impoverished in such a terrible way without love, they are not aware of it. They have all these excuses, like for example, ah, all the women, they make drama, they scream for money, they demand all this and that, you have to work hard for them, they are not worth maintaining. And then if a normal woman comes across his path, he cannot uh, relate to her and he tends to look for all kinds of impossible excuses to convince himself that this is uh, yet another screaming drama queen, although the woman may have nothing to do with that. Now, the women on the other side, they're no better, they just uh, have been twisted in a different way. But let's give one example with women, a woman who thinks that uh, all men around, they just drink and cheat on their wives. I know many such women who are really convinced in that way that they're not even looking because they say all oh, men are trash, it's a waste of time. But since uh, karma does not get formed only on the go, uh, there is a lot from other incarnations of the same soul, it happens so that this, uh, there is a normal man who, who is not uh, perverse, does not drink and he likes this woman, he's around her. So what happens then is... Uh, it happens even to people who do not drink, maybe there will be some friend and they will put some glass of beer in front of him or maybe he will even take one sip which will not make him really alcoholic if this is one sip in five years. But the karma works like this, that the woman will be there at that time. The destiny will arrange so that she will arrive exactly at that moment because of her thoughts. Naturally the man will be pronounced guilty on the spot immediately and if their connection is uh, not set in stone for sure before that she is most likely to discard him for no reason. Actually in the Vedic times it was considered that the greatest misfortune in life uh, would be poor health and the second one is not to get married in life and only third would come poverty. And now being sick has become the norm. This is not considered uh, disaster this is considered the way of life and people think it's like this made by god 
And then too many people don't even want to have a family. And instead of figuring uh, why the bulb doesn't light up, uh, they seek the friendship of uh, people of the same gender, especially those who are convincing them that uh, the other gender is bad, don't go there at all. And then what we have at the end, you know, sometimes I buy chicken hearts for my domestic lions, and I put them in the freezer, they just uh, freeze together if I don't uh, separate them. And the only way to break this vicious circle is to understand love, which uh, is almost impossible to do by yourself, just, just by modern style, psychological uh, dissection, or uh, putting uh, blind faith in somebody's words. Actually, one can experience love to the extent uh, one is in sattvic mode. I hope this sounds practical because I left uh, many messages along these lines unanswered over the years. Let's try to be more practical. First, for men. If you see many women around, which you wouldn't mind inviting to your bed, but you find nobody to marry, that is a sure sign that you need to purify yourself to start understanding love or to refine it if you have some sparks of it already. Do not blame your problem on the current situation where indeed normal women which are worth marrying are very scarce because that's a very superficial understanding of the situation. You have to dive for the deeper reasons why God uh, distributed the couple of uh, normal women to other men. And now to the women who feel that do not have enough love in their life, I will tell my personal experience with love in my life and hope that you will learn something from it. Because the female psyche is naturally a bit more open to love and that again leads to the superficial assumption that Oh, what to do? I'm myself loving, but these men are too rough, they don't understand anything. No, karma is wiser than that. So, when I was young, I was certainly able to feel love, but it was happening very little to me, and I was under the impression that I simply have not found uh, a person who deserves it. And only in the recent years, when a couple of curtains of ignorance, general curtains, were lifted from my soul, only then and the truth transpired that uh, actually coldness is, is a major problem for me. Resentment to people, these are the major areas on which I have to work on. And I do it now that I know. But previously I was simply going by the common standards and definitions of what a loving person is. And I was definitely in that category, so everything is alright. But actually it is not, because those standards are wrong, especially for those who aspire to grow wings. So this is an interesting question from a viewer. Ten years ago she had a vision of beautiful future and the demons were gone. Is it likely or more likely I already experienced this future and I have returned to assist the others to the positive path. To start with, I must note that uh, amongst the people who I really think will make it to the new earth and are preparing and are respectful to the prophecies, I think most of them have been already somehow informed in advance that uh, they will make it so that they uh, should not worry uh, too much. Otherwise, when evil 
openly takes over and trashes everything and the land masses start moving people may get uh, worried this is a trend which i definitely noticed lately a lot amongst the people who ha who are really resolute to remain with the light the more we become closer to the dramatic events the more actually they cool down and they get more stable it is becoming more and more clear that their visions and the prophecies are true and those uh, who have not officially signed up for the Dajjal army but are weak and will do it eventually they report internal turmoil and now the more interesting part about going to the future returning for that the structure in the fabric of time has to be understood first that's the foundation so I will also tell you the story of how much I understand and see. There are some explanations of this in the set books of Jane Roberts, which uh, I started reading some maybe 10 years ago. But to be honest, uh, either I did not read them at that time, or they were so abstract that uh, I completely forgot them. And then BAM! This event, which uh, happened to me maybe some three years ago, when all of a sudden a big curtain of ignorance was removed from my soul in a single moment and I had uh, the highest possible experience I had in this life, certainly. But when I was returning from where I visited, when I entered the earthly sphere, there was definitely some sort of uh, a bubble, like I think uh, people call it Van Allen's belt. Something like that. That is definitely there. But to my great surprise, when I was returning to this current life, because I traveled outside of it, not in this existence, although I had this preset that I should be returning, also I saw the belt, so that, that kind of, you know, gave me some confirmation that at least some basic things of the earth might be true, in which I believe. To my great surprise, when I was outside this time, I did not return to the current moment or the current place, but kind of in a segment, and that segment was a situation. And that was puzzling to me, it really did not fit my expectations. But later on, when I read the segment in the set books which explains the structure, the fabric of time, then literally it was like I could barely believe my eyes. That's exactly what he says. What we call linear time is actually a cloud of segments which are situations and they're not even necessarily linear. So there is, uh, from higher perspective, no such coordinate system like we fixate everything in time and space. The actual address from higher perspective is in which situation of the cloud the soul is visiting now. Something like the modules of a computer game. According to the level which one has reached, one gets different choices. Of course, uh, gamers at different levels uh, know much more about the rules of the game as well. And there are also bonus points, merits. These are the good karma points with uh, which one gets much more choices, of course. And who wrote the code for these uh, modules of the game? 
Some were written by mostly by the other incarnations of ourselves, by our higher selves. Some of them we write ourselves currently with our thoughts. The engineers, so to say, which oversee Earth, they also sometimes help with the coding. And we are basically jumping from one such situation segment to another. We are not moving linearly in time. So these are the building blocks of uh, our existence. And we, this is more like a mental structure that we have uh, articulated the things like this in terms of uh, time and all the past lives that they are there. And in reality, it's, it's not that much the way things really work. So back to the original question, the lady experienced a few moments of the future. That's actually normal. It's uh, very common with the people who have decided to remain with the light. But in general, if you have already decided not to accept the new passports, no matter what, I can tell you, Christ has informed his own people well in advance, many of them.